Welcome to the Sincerely Satisfied Podcast. I'm your host, life coach, Jamie Wilkins. I help female entrepreneurs increase their connection to themselves and increase their gratitude to help them get the results they dream of. Today, my guest is Miranda Kay. Miranda lives in Boise, Idaho, and is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Miranda grew up in Colorado and attended college in Utah. Miranda is married with two children. She started her business, Desert in Bloom Co., in 2018. Her vision for Desert in Bloom Co. is for it to be a company that gives and creates more than it takes or consumes. Its title is representative of everyone's ability to grow and bloom through adversity. Miranda has learned a lot about herself through creating and hopes that she can help others do the same. Here is our interview about creativity. Welcome, Miranda, to the podcast. Thanks. So tell us a little bit about your business. So I like to make kits for people, um, DIY kits. Right now I have a journal kit. I have a hand lettering kit. I like to create these kits to give people a creative uh, source so that they can have supplies that are easily accessible. Maybe they're not the most creative person, um, but they can buy this kit. It has everything they need to create. And I just want to give people an outlet for creating. And that's why I started doing these kits. And then I also sell stuff that I create that I think people would like or be interested in. Cool. So you um, have had a lot of different type of things in your shop from like fabric, washi tape to baby accessories that you've sewn and hair accessories. So I like that you are willing to like put anything in there that interests you that you're like, yeah, I like this. So it's going up. It is kind of crazy. My husband loves reading articles and every time he reads articles about running a business, it says to do the exact opposite of what I'm doing. It says to focus on selling one product and just sell that one product and focus on it and be really good at it. And I do the exact opposite. I do whatever I feel like doing. And it's because my business isn't necessarily a way for me to make money. It is fantastic because I have a small family. I'm a stay-at-home mom. It's so nice to have extra income. But the reason why I started it is to give me an outlet, to give me a sense of purpose, a sense of identity outside of being a wife and mother. Because when I first had my first child, it was all-consuming. And after the first couple months, I felt really lost and I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I liked to do anymore. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. And now that I have Desert and Bloom company, it gives me an outlet to do whatever I feel like doing. And with the one goal is to help others, to help others to create, to inspire inspire other people to create as well. I love that. I love that your goal is to help others to create because I think that creativity is so important and you are giving people this jumping off point. And sometimes that's what we need, some kind of parameters and then go crazy within those parameters. Because I know that like, I'll make goals. I love to be creative and I'll make goals to be creative. But when the time comes, I'll end up like, oh, I don't know what to do. Or like, I, I, all that, get all that stuff out, you know, or, you know, whatever it is. Um, But I've noticed that like, if I come up with a list of projects that I want to do, 
then I can just go to that list or I pull out my paints and um, I have it right there and I have a project that I'm working on, then I am more apt to do something. So it's because I have these parameters that allow me to be more creative. And that's what you're doing with your kids. Exactly. We did recently, we did a card making kit or I did it. I did it with this um, group of people who wanted to do it. And it came with everything you needed to make five cards. And then I just posted these videos uh, that they could use their supplies to follow along with. And that makes it so easy because I totally understand that. I obviously love crafting. I have a million hobbies now that I love to do. And sometimes it's overwhelming. If I get an hour of time to myself, I don't know what to do. I start to panic because there's so many things I want to do and I don't want to take out all the supplies and make a mess. And then I start to get anxious and nervous that the kids are going to wake up or they're going to need me. So I love I love especially our bookbinding kits. You get the kit out, everything comes just packaged in this little envelope. You pull it all out. You can make you can make it in really less than 30 minutes and you feel like you accomplished something, you have something that you love and you didn't get that sense of panic. Like what am I going to do? I don't want to make a mess. I don't want to pull out all my supplies or search for something to do and then when I find it, I'm out of time. Right. Or yeah, exactly. Or just get sucked into Pinterest or like start playing comparison game. I know I've done that. Like, ugh, I mean, I wish I could live up to this craft or whatever, or this painting or calligraphy and all this stuff. And um, that does not inspire creativity to me. <laughs> it makes me feel like very inhibited rather than feeling like a state of flow, which is what creativity means to me or an aspect of creativity. So on that vein, tell us about your creative process. I think it def- a lot of my creative processes start on Pinterest. <laughs> I see something that I love and I want to go for it. Or it comes from a need. For example, I started sewing because my son didn't necessarily need bibs and binky clips, but like I wanted more. And I had a friend teach me how to sew, so I decided to make them. And then I decided to make them for other people because when you make something you love, you want to share it with other people. Um, So a lot of it comes from things that I need. I started my book binding kits because I couldn't find a journal that was exactly what I wanted. So I started to learn how to bind my own books and different paper types. And then I realized that anybody could do it and I needed to show everyone that they could also make their own journals. So a lot of it comes from needs. I needed a book. I needed baby stuff. But it also comes from Pinterest. Sometimes I see really fun things on there and I get really excited and I have to make it. I have to at least try. And something that you said earlier was not to get sucked into that black hole that could be Pinterest. And that is so true. Sometimes I create these boards and I sometimes I don't even go back to them, but I use them as a springboard. Lately, I've been making, I have a pen pal, so I've started getting into this snail mail and making cool envelopes and cool stuff like that. And I looked a bunch of stuff up on Pinterest, and then I just literally went to my craft room, pulled out supplies that I thought would be useful, and started to create. And I didn't hop back on there, because if I hop back on there, I know I'm going to spend another hour just looking at stuff or getting intimidated by everybody else's creations. And I think that. Yeah, a really important part to creating is having 
self-love and self-confidence. I think it it breeds self-love and self-confidence, but it can also breed insecurity if you never get started because you feel like you're never it's never going to be good enough. But I have people in my life who are definite cheerleaders and they love everything I make. I don't know if they really love everything I make or if they just love me enough to love what I make, but having somebody to show, I always show my husband everything and he loves it. And I think it's just because he loves that I have the courage to make something and not necessarily make something that's perfect or that everybody's going to love. But just, I think that the courage to make something and share it with somebody is beautiful. Yeah. And to express yourself in that way. And I think you're right. Like I think Pinterest does have its place and there are so many fun, wonderful things on Pinterest and Pinterest can be a really good tool. Um, And it can, it's just like anything else. Social media can be an awesome way to connect, but it can also be this huge time suck or it can um, trigger really negative feelings. It's all in your relationship with it. What are ways that you combat creative blocks? That is a really good question. Right now in my life, I don't feel like I have time for creative blocks. I think I have this whole list of things that I want to try. But because my first job is being a mom, I don't really ever get to them. Um, So I, I feel like I can't. I, nothing's coming to my mind because that's not a problem that I'm facing right now. I think if somebody does face creative blocks, um, really you can sign up for a class or get on Pinterest, check some stuff out. Really, you're, you can never go wrong with Pinterest because something will pop up that interests you and then you will want to create it. Yeah, and I think um, one of the ways that you combat it, combat creative blocks is that you have a list. You have things that you want to do. And so maybe if like the next thing on the list, you're like, eh, I'm not really into that right now. You have like, well, there's something else on the list that does interest you or catch your attention. And so um, that that's a way in and of itself. Did you have like any fears or reservations about becoming uh, an entrepreneur and selling creative products? Or was it like, yeah, this will be fun? I think at first I thought what's the point? If sometimes I, I would think too logically about it, like I'm never going to make enough money to support my family or anything. So what's the point in investing all of this time and energy into something where I can make a little bit of extra money, but I'm never going to make back the time that I put into it, at least not for a while until the business really grows. And then I realized that it is really good for me to have this business really good for my confidence. It's really good for my self-esteem. It's really good because I network and make tons of friends and I feel more connected with my community because I have this small business and it makes me happy to share a part of myself with other people and have them find joy in the things that I make or in the, the kits that I create. That is very satisfying. And I think if we are trying to be well-rounded and balanced, we need to have some kind of outlet like that in our lives, whether you train for marathons or you run your own business or something along those lines. It's something that you do for yourself. And so at first I thought, what's the point? This is pointless. It's why am I spending time doing this? I could be doing other productive things. And 
And finally, I realized it's for me. It's something for me and it's okay to do something for myself. I don't have to be the most successful person. I don't have to make millions of dollars. I just have to do something that's going to make me happy. And it's definitely been a small source of income for my family. Don't get me wrong. That is a definite plus. But the most important part about it is that it's been so good for me as a person. And I think if anyone's wondering if they should start their own business, just do it. It's not going to hurt, especially with Etsy now and being able to create your own websites. You can start your own business for, for a little amount of money or no money at all sometimes. And you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a big investment to start something that you've been dreaming of. Yeah. I love that. It's so encouraging. And I love that you realize that this is for you and it's your outlet and it doesn't have to just be about money. Sometimes that's what our businesses are about. It's an expression of ourselves that we wouldn't get otherwise. So my last question is how do you use how do you use authenticity and gratitude in your work? I think this is the best question that you've asked so far because I think authenticity and gratitude have so much to do with being successful not only in your business but in life because they keep you steady, they keep you motivated, they keep you balanced. Um, I I like to share this with people because I think it's really important and it has to do with authenticity. Um, one time I wanted to sell a product because I thought that it would make a lot of money and I wanted my time to be compensated in some way because I had lost sight of why I was doing what I was doing. And I thought, if I'm spending all these hours sewing, I'm going to sew something that's going to make more money and so it'll be worth my time. And that was the biggest mistake I ever made because it wasn't something that I loved. It wasn't something that I liked. It wasn't something that I necessarily believed in. And so I spent hours sewing something and trying to sell something and feeling extra discouraged when it didn't sell as well as I'd hoped because it wasn't something that spoke to me. It wasn't something that I loved. And so, and, and it was funny because my husband's like, don't do it. You don't love it. You're not going to like it. You're going to hate every second of it. And he was 100% correct. I, and, and it's because I wasn't being very authentic. I was just trying to do what I thought everybody else would like or what I thought would make money. And I was so unhappy. And it was exactly the opposite experience with my um, book binding kits, my do-it-yourself journal kits. Because when I did those, it was something that I was very passionate about. I'm very passionate about journaling. I love stationery and paper. I thought it was the best thing in the world. I loved it so much. And people loved it as much as I did. And I was so surprised by that. And because I was being so authentic and true, I think that spread to um, the people that I was selling my product to as well. And then gratitude. Um, I feel like I've been blessed in my life to be naturally grateful for things. I think my husband is a little bit different than me. It's fun to have him as my husband because we are very different and it teaches me and him a lot about our life. And so he's not necessarily as grateful as I am about things. Like I go outside, I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful that it's sunny and warm. And those are like the thoughts that come to my head at first. And 
I think that people can feel that. I know that my business is online and you don't necessarily see me all the time, but I feel like it shows through my products and through my posts that I'm grateful and that I love what I do. And yeah, when I'm, when I'm grateful, it also helps in my creative process and in staying motivated because my business, I do love it and it is mostly fun, but sometimes there's parts that it feels more like work than fun, but staying grateful always helps keep my mindset focused and balanced. Um, I think gratitude really plays into running a small business, especially at the beginning, because when you're grateful, it's a part of celebrating. Um, and so I know that when I first made my first sale, I took a picture with the package that I was going to put in the mail. I told my husband, I put it on social media. I was so happy and I was so grateful. And that gratitude will always push you forward and, and really just help you be satisfied with what you've accomplished. And it's so good to be satisfied with where you're at now if you want to keep growing. And if you, if you want to feel good, I know that sometimes when I forget to be grateful, I start to think I need to sell more. I need to do better. I need to be as good as these people instead of just being grateful for the things that I've already accomplished. Because when I'm grateful for the things I've already accomplished, I love where I'm at and I love my business and I feel like I can keep going and keep growing. But when I forget to be grateful, I start to compare with other people and I start to doubt and I start to really feel anxiety about my business. Those are some really good points about gratitude, especially as a business owner. I love your examples about authenticity because I felt like this whole time you've been talking about authenticity from the very beginning when you're talking about your business and like, oh, business, you're not supposed to go and sell all these different things, but this is what I wanted to do. And this is, you know, that I was following my heart and inner voice and I'm like, yeah, and that's authentic. And so your example was so good. So thank you for being vulnerable and willing to share that example. And I also loved hearing about your gratitude. What is a final thought that you would leave with my listeners? Um, if there, if you have something that really inspires you and it really gets you excited. It's something that you love, go for it. If it's a business, if it's a hobby, if it's running a marathon, I don't know why that always comes to my head because I also like running. If it's a sport, if you want to learn something, if you want to start something, it really, it's never too late to start. It is really never too late to start. Like I grew up with a single mom and I feel like I didn't have a lot of opportunities to learn when I was growing up. I didn't like we didn't have a lot of money for piano lessons or playing sports. And so I feel like I was very limited um, in that aspect. But then once I uh, went to college and started getting older, I had time to learn those things. I started to learn how to play the piano or to play soccer. And I didn't become a soccer star. I love the person I became. But I, I just have never let um, my age or my situation in life keep me from following my dreams. And I just would like to encourage your listeners to do the same. If you have a dream and it's something you're passionate about, you should totally go for it. That's awesome. Thank you. And thank you for, you again, using examples from your real life. Thank you so much. Where can my listeners find you? 
I am mostly on Instagram. That's my favorite. I feel like it's a very easy platform for sharing. So find me on Instagram at Desert in Bloom Co. And I'm also on Facebook, but I don't get on there very often. And then your Etsy shop is? Yes, my Etsy shop is also Desert in Bloom Co. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you. Great insights from Miranda. I love that she really wants to do her own thing and is comfortable putting what she loves in her shop and that she wants to build others' creativity. So again, go check out her Etsy shop. If you want to see show notes, including quotes and um, just my notes from this episode, head on over to SincerelySatisfied.com. You can find me on Instagram at SincerelySatisfied and on Facebook also at SincerelySatisfied. My email is jamie at SincerelySatisfied.com. Have a great week. Be grateful. Stay authentic.